Greetings, everybody. I'm Jeremiah. That's him. She's Vanya. That's me. Welcome to another episode of the Beard and Curls podcast, where culture and creativity meets consciousness. And if you're new here, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel or follow us on your favorite platform for the latest, most exciting conversations anywhere. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Cue that intro. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Margo Bingham. Karen Parsons. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to Beard and Curls. 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 Keep it locked. Today's guest majored in communication studies. She's passionate about traveling, cultures, and people. But more importantly, she loves helping people improve themselves. We're talking about none other than Crystal Wong. Crystal, welcome to the show. Ooh, hi, I'm so excited. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We're glad to have you on here. Today, we're going to be talking about your experiences dating interracially. So, but before we dive into that, first tell us uh, what is your ethnicity and what is your partner's ethnicity? Awesome. So, I'm Chinese American and my boyfriend, Marlon, is Mexican American. Okay. So, can you tell us a little bit about how you guys met? Yeah, so we actually met online and we met on Bumble and the crazy thing, it, it was like, I think two weeks before lockdown happened. So that was crazy, but we made it work and here we are. Wow. And so tell us a little bit more about how that process went. So honestly, at that time, I was at a point in my life where I was getting a little bit frustrated when it came to dating because I would just, I would date a whole bunch of guys and nothing was clicking, you know, and I'm the kind of person I romanticize everything. So I'm all about like dating one person at a time. But I realized that most guys are not like that on social media dating. Like, and I don't want to like call them out or anything, but I just think intentions are a little bit different. Um, so actually when I started dating him, I was also seeing four other guys. Um, and it was more just like dating to get to know them, but most importantly dating to get to know myself a little bit more, what I like, what I don't like. And this was something like a really good friend of mine encouraged to do. She was like, you need to stop dating one person at a time. Like just date a pool. It's fun. You have no commitment to any of them. And you know, when I was dating four different guys, they slowly just, you know, dropped off and then I landed with the best one. And it's been going really, really good so far. Like I'm getting red thinking about it. <laughs> you know, I, I always say it's not your job to eliminate them. It's their exactly. job to eliminate themselves. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's very easy for most guys. I'm just kidding. They're good guys out there. It's not necessarily, I don't see it like playing the field or anything like that. Like, I mean, you're on a dating website, so you're going to attract attention. And exactly. Like, well, you know, people come and if they're not the right person, they're naturally just going to fall back anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it's funny because till this day, my boyfriend is still like, he still gets butthurt about it. Like he'll bring it up like you were dating four guys at once. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to call it dating. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, maybe you were getting to know yeah. of, of people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you were interviewing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's so funny because that was actually the first thing I said to him. Like I walked into BJ's and I was like, I like sat down and I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm getting interviewed right now. Yeah, but it's true because it's actually like asking questions to see if if you guys have things in common. But yeah, yeah. but I totally understand his side too, because uh, you know, like that feeling yeah. that he could have. Yeah. But uh, well, I'm glad you guys found each other. Well, thank you. And, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. So we always hear about like, 
you know, people say love is love and all of that. But mm -hmm. uh, what was your family's uh, reaction to you guys dating, considering that, you know, it's different cultures and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, and this is not me stereotyping or anything, but my, my mom, the first thing she said was, honestly, I'm not surprised you're going to date a Mexican because growing up, that was your favorite meal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but I will say on my side, I'm very blessed because my parents, they're very, very open. Like they've never told me I can't date a certain group of people. And I know that that's not necessarily the case with a lot of Chinese cultures. Um, so I don't want to be stereotyping the Chinese culture, but it was common to hear my friends say like, oh, my parents only want me to date. Chinese you know what I mean um so I was very blessed like my parents they love him and at the end of the day like they don't care as long as someone treats me right they don't care what kind of race they are what kind of ethnicity they are nice and what about things on his end with his family um honestly I don't I think it was a little bit of a shock to him because I'm the first Chinese girl he's ever really brought home or like non-hispanic or latina um so I think to them, it wasn't bad at all. Like they were super kind to me. Like they welcomed me with open arms. Like, so I, I, I don't think there was an, there, I don't think there is an issue with that. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about your family values compared to his. Yeah. So I will have to say when it comes to work ethic and when it comes to respect, it's very, very much um, similar. I think because we both came from um, immigrant families who obviously worked really, really hard to come here for the American dream. So work ethic is a big thing. Like his parents, they're very, very hard workers. Um, and I have to say the same about my mom and dad. And so they kind of motivate us to want to be better in our careers. Like um, we constantly have conversations about, you know, our future and like what that entails. And um, we go, and I know, some of you guys hearing this or listening might be like, you guys have only been dating for like, what, 10 months? And like, you guys are already talking about your future. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not here to waste time. Like, I want to build something with a partner. And I think those are values that were instilled by both of our families. And in terms of respect, like, we're very, very family oriented. I think that was the first thing I told him. I was like, hey, like, at the end of the day, my family is everything to me. So they're a big deal. And he said the exact same thing. And not to say like if his family didn't like me or my family like him, we wouldn't try to make it work, but it, it just makes that battle so much easier. You know what I mean? It's just so more smooth. And I think that family values are something very difficult to teach someone. It's not something that you can just, so the fact that we connected on that level was a big thing. Um, in terms of other things, I have noticed my family growing up, we're not... How do you say it? Not saying that we're not affectionate people, but it takes a lot for us to say words like I love you and we're not very like huggy at the table or when we go to um, each other's houses and stuff. But then like when I went to meet his family, they're right away like, oh, hi, Miha, like, hi, mama. And they just like hug you, kiss you. They love on you, you know? So in that way, we I think there's different ways we show affection. And I think that was very apparent when we met each other's family that's what's up so i was mm -hmm. actually gonna follow up with something else you just said uh a little while ago so like even if your families didn't really go along it seems like you guys had something mm -hmm. there so like is this one of those cases where if you guys truly felt a connection and you truly felt like you were the ones for each other if there wasn't that approval you guys would have pulled like a romeo and juliet type of thing yeah i think that's so hard to say because we got lucky 
Um, obviously right now I will tell everyone, I was like, Hey, like my parents don't approve of my partner. Like that's a big deal for me. And I probably would don't want to say like, I would have pulled back a little bit more in the beginning, but I guess I would have to hear out my parents reasoning for it. Like if it was something that I was just like, Oh, he's not Chinese, then yeah, I'm going to Romeo and Juliet it out. Like, I think that's not okay. But if it was more on the lines of like, my parents felt that he was rude or I witnessed him disrespecting my family, like then that's, that's it. Like that wouldn't, that's not something I could deal with. Mm -hmm. And I want to then go back to the point about values. So obviously you guys have, you know, uh, your own family values. Mm -hmm. uh, so have you kind of been able to pick from that to be able to kind of create your own values? Most definitely. So I will have to say, I think at the end of the day, we bring the best out in each other. And it was something I had to learn to be able to show affection. I think in the beginning, he would kind of say really sweet things to me and I wouldn't necessarily know how to react I would kind of be like thank you you know like um but now I'm learning that his love language is very much words of affirmation and I think it comes from his family values so that's something I'm learning to I guess articulate better to him like when he does something kind for me I'll tell him like thank you so much you're so kind I love you you know like getting better at those um and yeah we did kind of create like our own vibe I think that in terms of like my family were very much straightforward <laughs> in Chinese culture. And his family is very much straightforward as well. But I, I'd have to say my boyfriend, he's actually a very non-confrontational person, um, not confrontational at all. And I'm also not a confrontational person. And I feel like it came from the fact that we were both raised from such straightforward families that we kind of just not, I don't want to say like stop talking or like confront people, but um, because of that, I think we both had to work on being overly communicative because I know when we first got into our first, I don't want to say like fight, but like debacle, it was a lot about like how he wouldn't say how he felt and I wouldn't say how we felt because I think growing up all our lives, we always have people confronting us about certain things. Um, so I think as a reflection, we're like, you know what, like, if we want this to work, like, we have to be more communicative and, like, tell each other, like, hey, like, this made me really uncomfortable. Like, can we work on it together? And sometimes it just comes with, you know, putting things into practice and really mm -hmm. just making an effort to say, okay, this may be my experience, this may be uh, your experience, so how can we, you know, bridge the gap? So, like, what is your love language? Ooh, so <laughs> I would for sure say that I show love by action because I'm still working on words of affirmation for him because I know that's what he cares about. But for me, when I show love, like I'll do little things for you, like I'll um, drop off lunch for you or I'll help you pick your sister up if you don't have anybody to pick her up, you know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I'm definitely an action oriented person. Right OK, now. so you you show love your, like that. And how do you feel love? It's the same way. Like, I feel love when people do little things for me. It's not even so much, like, material materialism. It's not, like, buying me gifts and stuff. It's more of, like, opening the door for me. Like, I feel like going back to the idea that I am a romanticist or I tend to romanticize things, I, I like it when guys open the door for you or when they, you know, kiss you on the forehead. Like, very, like, light touches. Not so much... PDA. I understand. Earlier, you mentioned that you guys are talking about goals that you want to achieve together, even though you have been together only for 10, 10 months. So yeah. when, when did you guys decide to start talking about, about this? You know, that's a really good question. I feel like it was more of like hints that mm -hmm. um, I can't really give you a point. Like, I think 
right away I became or we became really comfortable with each other very early on and I think it makes the conversation a lot easier I know some people might get backlash and be like you've only known this guy for under a year like what are you thinking you're still so young but I also feel like when you know you do know and I told my parents I'm like like I'm not here to mess around you know like because I hear I'm thinking it's like okay I'm dating someone at 24 I want to date them for like a maybe three, four, five years before we get engaged and stuff. So it's, I feel like now's my time. And I feel like this is like both of our peaks. Like we're doing really well career wise and we're doing really well family wise. So it's like just the perfect time to kind of discuss these things. I can't really give you an exact time. If that makes sense. I do like your answer because it kind of felt natural from the beginning. And I think that's, that's definitely a good sign. Like when it, when it comes naturally and, um, and, you know, like I guess both of you have the the right intention to move to move towards a certain uh, goal, and it just happens naturally. So, are there any language barriers between your families? So I will say not so much on his end. Like when I visit his family, um, everyone speaks English. Um, I guess the only language barrier would be with his grandma, which I I absolutely adore her. Like. Um, all I ever really understand her saying is like, she loves me in Spanish. Um, and it's the cutest thing. Like, and I sometimes like, she'll just talk. I think she forgets that I don't speak Spanish. Um, so she's just kind of talking to me and sometimes I'm just nodding. Um, but I think at the end of the day, like you can feel energy and you can feel warmth. And that's all that matters to me. Like the transfer of energy. I would say for him on my side, there is for sure a language barrier because I mean, most of my, actually all my aunts and uncles, they speak English, but because when we're around my grandparents and they don't speak a lick of English, like it's just out of politeness. We don't speak to them and we don't speak in English, even if we're talking to each other um, because we want grandma and grandpa to understand. So I think a lot of the times he's at the dinner table and he's just like, what's going on? And it's funny because um, my cousin recently got married to a French Filipino guy, which I love them. And they're kind of just together, like I have no idea what's going on. Um, but like I said, at the end of the day, it's it's a transfer of energy and like he can feel the warmth in the room. And my, my family also feels like his warmth. Like they always talk about how sweet, how great of a guy he is. And it's not like they talk a lot. I think you can just feel it. I think it's an energy thing. Yeah, it's not, and how's your Spanish right now? Um, no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know enough to say that, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, but I feel you know, Crystal. I mean, obviously, different cultures, and so uh, if somebody's open-minded, there's a lot that you can take from this because somebody's adding something to you uh, that is unique to what you already have. So, uh, exactly. if people are open-minded from that standpoint, I think um, it could be dope. So, goes into my next question though. So, like, what are the things that you love most about being in an interracial relationship, and what are some of the challenges that come with that? I grew up very blessed. My parents always instilled this idea of like appreciating other cultures. So we traveled a lot. I got to know a lot of cultures. So I think when I'm, I'm so thankful to be dating someone out of my culture, I want to learn from them. I think um, growing up, we're always taught treat people the way you want to be treated. But I think that's actually a very incorrect thought. It should actually be treat people the way they want to be treated. Because when you're getting welcomed to someone else's home, you have to respect their culture. It's it's different. Like when he comes to my house, he takes off his shoes. I know it's the Chinese stereotype or Asian stereotype, no shoes in the house, but that that's just it. 
So it's just learning little things. And um, like at our table, we are, we're, we're during dinners, we're not like allowed to talk that much. I mean, we talk, but like no TV, no interruptions. It's very much a time together. And that's something we kind of learn from each other. So I think, I think the beautiful part is just being able to integrate yourself into a new culture with someone to kind of guide you. It's like your own personal tour guide. And it does come with its challenges because I think that in the beginning, like I said, his family's very, very affectionate. They're big on that. My family, not so much. Like we grew up with the idea. It's like, okay, be humble. Like just keep your like thoughts to yourself and that kind of stuff more reserved. So it was a challenge for us in the beginning because he would say really kind things to me and I just wouldn't know how to reciprocate it or respond in the way that would make him really feel good. And so that's something I'm learning and that's something we kind of have talked about. Um, I'm not trying to blame that on my upbringing. It's just because that's just the way I was raised. It's, it's, it's something I'm learning, you know, like you kind of have to meet halfway. So. Got it. Got it. Mm -hmm. And uh, what has this experience taught you about yourself? Or taught you about love in general you know what's crazy it's like people always say love at first sight but it, it was not like that for me um i wouldn't say that i fell in love with him at first sight like i loved his energy but i think even in the beginning like i was kind of questioning it li a little bit um but then i realized that like as i spend more time with him and as i see how he interacts with his family like he's honestly the sweetest like he's the oldest out of like I don't even know how many cousins, but he treats all of them like they're little princesses and princes. And it's moments like that that just make me fall deeper and deeper into love with him. And I didn't know that there's like, I didn't know I have that much love to give, you know, and taught me about myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Definitely communication, um, because I'm not a confrontational person and I have a bad habit. Like when I get frustrated, I just shut off and I don't want to talk about it. Like I just don't want to talk about it at all and I'll just kind of start crying you know and he's just like what is going on you know um and then it's to the point where sometimes it can get a little bit frustrating like we'll get into maybe little heated arguments and I just won't talk I'll just shut him off but then he kind of told me that it doesn't make him feel good and he articulated that it's like he doesn't want because you never know, you know, like anything can really happen on that drive home. Like no, nothing was guaranteed in life, you know? So he's like, he never wants our last thing to be said to be hate. So after he told me that, remind me that every time we're together and we do get into something, we I'll make sure that we try to fix it then and there. So we, we kind of leave each other on positive notes because you really never know. So I like that. Don't take anything for granted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So does this experience um, help you to improve your communication in other relationships too, like with friends, family, et cetera? Oh, definitely. I think he's a great motivator when it comes to, uh, so for example, like if I didn't, like if I got into an argument with my mom, um, which actually this did happen, me and my mom, you know, we got into an argument and it didn't go well. Like we didn't talk for three weeks and it kind of, because of that negative energy, it kind of influenced our relationship and he noticed something was wrong. And this was, I wouldn't want to say early on, it was maybe like four or five months in, um, but I still wasn't ready to open up that part of me, like making him known that like, oh, my family has issues, but it's like every family has problems. But um, he kind of confronted me about it and I told him everything that happened and he was like, listen, like, 
I get that you don't want to talk to your mom, but at the end of the day, that's your mom. Like you need to sit her down and talk to her about it. And so that fire was like, okay, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to talk to my mom about it. And then now like my relationship with my mom is better than ever. So mm-hmm. I would have to say I owe that a lot to him. I like yeah. that. That's good. And and that's how it's supposed to be, you know, like two people coming together and challenge each other to become a better person. Mm-hmm. So a better person individually on, and also like as a couple. So I'm very happy to hear that. Thank you. So what tips do you have for someone who just started an interracial relationship? Um, I definitely think this goes back to treat others the way they want to be treated. I think that you have to acknowledge that you're in an interracial relationship, whether it's both of you are born in America, because most people in our age range is first generation, or even if you're not first generation, I think that it's super important to acknowledge that you came from different backgrounds. Even if it's not a, a race or an ethnicity difference, you, you're raised differently regardless, you know? And I think acknowledging that upfront and being able to talk about it, like what your family likes and dislikes, or what's the proper way to respond to this situation, or when you're meeting someone's parents for the first time, what expectations they would have of you. You know, I think it's a very fair conversation to be had. I don't think that um, some people think like, oh, it's too much, like whatever, whatever. But like, so in Chinese culture, or I don't, how I was raised, right? If you're going to meet someone for the first time and you're going to go into someone's house, you're going to bring something. So that was something I had to let him know. I was like, hey, like, babe, like, just to let you know, like, if you're going to meet my parents or grandparents, don't come empty handed. And so he never comes empty handed. Like, it's just, it's just a thing. And I think it also comes from example, because when I first met his parents, I brought them something. So he saw that and he registered that. And it was very easy for him to do the same. So I think we set examples for each other. And of course, there's going to be times where you feel like they're doing something that's not, I guess, culturally appropriate. But because you're in a relationship together, you have to just let them know, like, let them know, like, hey, like, this isn't what we really do around here. So just don't do that again. Or like, give them a heads up. There's a way to say it. It's all about communication. I mean, don't be rude about it. Don't be like, oh, don't do that again. You know what I mean? But it's just like, hey, like, that's just not something we do here. And then kind of move past it. So what is the meaning of bringing something? Honestly, like a box of fruit. Okay. Or even like a like a small box of pastries, like even like not even you don't have to spend like hundreds of dollars, like even just five dollars, just something nice wrapped, maybe like four cupcakes. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not about materialism. I think it's more of the gesture. Okay. And I feel like when you do something kind, this it just makes the tension a lot. Like there's like a there's already a an icebreaker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, so awkward like hey mom this is the guy I've been seeing you know like it's just kind of like he already has something to give mm-hmm. so it just loosens everyone up a little bit is it also like a way of showing respect in your culture like um, I think it's it's respect but I think it's more so just appreciation like thank you so much for having me over at your home so like do you guys kind of help each other out as far as like giving them a heads up and say maybe you can bring this as opposed to that or something like that oh definitely <laughs> I love my boyfriend, but he needs a lot of direction. Like I have to tell him from A to Z, I'm like, okay, this is what we need to do, you know? And that, that's just how our, our relationship works because a lot of him was like, I have no idea what to bring. And I was like, okay, let's just go to the market together and go buy a box of fruit, like a nice box of fruit from the Chinese market. And it's actually cute because, um, because of the pandemic, when we first started dating, all of our dates were literally grocery shopping at Trader Joe's, 99 Ranch Market. 
uh, Target, Walmart, like those were our dates. And we would see each other for maybe like an hour out of the day and like eat lunch in the car. And I, I don't know. Like I love, I, I think it's a cute story that we could potentially tell our kids in the future. I don't know. Oh, for sure. For sure. And then real quick though, you kind of said something earlier about like doing things that are culturally appropriate. Uh, how do you guys avoid cultural appropriation since that seems to be a hot topic as well these days? Honestly, if I'm going to be transparent with you, I think that's something that I'm trying to instill in my uncles and aunts um, because I don't think it's meant to be offensive, but I think in the Chinese culture or Chinese language, I don't know if you are like the way things are translated, it's very much straightforward. Like if you were to translate it into English, the direct translation is horrible, but that's not the intention of these comments. Um, so I think it's like a lot of education to my family, but it's also, it's nice because my boyfriend, he doesn't take it offensively. Um, uh, like even my cousin, I think my cousin told my cousin and her husband told him to wear a poncho to our taco dinner party. <laughs> and he legit did it. He was like, I'm down. Like, I think there's a difference when it's like, you're proud of your culture that you kind of. I don't know. I think I think it's per person. I don't. I think because my my cousin and her husband and the four of us we we dated a lot and like we um, double dated a lot. So they have a really good relationship. So they kind of. I don't want to say it's okay to joke about those things, but it's more it's more open with us. And I think he knows that it's not a, not meant to be offensive. But I will say, like my family for the longest time was like, "When is Marlon gonna cook us tacos?" And I'm like. You know, but I think it's the same thing because his family, they, you know, the first thing they asked me, it's like, can you make Chinese food? And I don't think it's, I don't think it's meant to be taken offensively. So I get that it's a hot topic, but I think to each their own, it's your own threshold. Um, what I encourage is like these kinds of comments outside of the house. No, because sometimes I can understand that where it might be offensive to some people. But I think when you've kind of established that relationship and it's okay to be open as long as the person is not offended by it, I think it's okay. And I, I hope I'm not offending anybody by saying that, but. Well, yeah, I mean, it's your experiences and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. I, didn't, I mean, I think you said it best, you know, it's to each his own. So like, if let's say you learn to do the mariachi, you know what I'm saying? And you guys want to do that in public, it's, it really shouldn't bother anybody. Exactly. Some people might take offense to that for whatever reason. Yeah, and I think, I think there is a difference when someone is generally interested. You know what I mean? When somebody show, shows curiosity for real and is and shows respect um and i think when you can feel that none of this should actually be such a such a big deal yeah i agree yeah and especially like you you mentioned earlier that you traveled a lot you know and um so when you travel you absorb things you you learn to appreciate um other cultures all of that so um so yeah i think I think it comes down. It comes down to what is in your heart. Exactly. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I want to then follow up with something else. Like as far as like affection, what role does culture play in that? In affection. Yeah. Um. Like even like stuff like PDA, you know, different things. Yeah, like that. that's actually <clears throat> that's a really good point because one of the first things I told Marlon when I was gonna bring him over to meet my family for the first time, I was like. I get that at your house, it's okay to like hold hands and like sit on each other's lap and like hug and stuff. But I was like, in my family, we're not really, not saying we're not open that, but it's just, 
I would have to be honest, like it's kind of frowned upon if you're too touchy, like it's a bit much. Um, so that's something I said. I was like, hey, like I, you know, when it's you and me, it's fine. But it's like in front of my family, I'd appreciate it if we just kind of keep our hands to ourselves and just, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's where that is. Um, and he's awesome. Like he's very respectful about that. Like I think the most he'll do is like give me like a, um, a kiss on my forehead when he sees me and like he'll hug my family and stuff like that um it was funny actually because when he met my grandpa he he gave my grandpa a hug and my grandpa was not used to receiving hugs because in like the Chinese culture it's like the man of the house they don't do hugs or anything like that so my grandpa was just like and then he was just like it was just awkward but it was funny <laughs> like we laugh about it now it was just um, like that, but like even conversations about intimacy, like his family is very open to talking about like sex and stuff like that. And that's just not something we talk about in our Chinese culture. Like we don't even use that word. It's like just all innuendos. Like my mother says enjoyment or having fun or like even when there's like a sex scene on the, like I have to whisper right now to say this because there's like, even when even when there's like a sex scene on a movie like it's awkward so it was different when his family would just openly talk about it out of the air and like his mom and dad would crack jokes I was like wow this is so different and and it's nice because I feel like it's gotten me more comfortable with the topic and more open about it it's kind of like bringing me out of my shell and um yeah I thought that was really interesting like even when he was like wait like so you guys you guys just don't talk about sex and like we don't even I don't even know when we've ever even used that word in this house like <laughs> that was so funny having fun yeah <laughs> no this was this was really really um interesting I I enjoyed learning about your relationship about your, the different values and stuff that was uh very very nice yeah and just to add a little mm -hmm. bit more context like we've known crystal now for like maybe two three years and like what what you guys are seeing right now on screen is exactly how she's in real life <laughs> so crystal where can someone find you online um yeah so they can follow me on at what's wrong crystal um that's gonna be my instagram and that's gonna be the best way to contact me so if you want to hit me up i love talking to people you can ask Jeremiah and Vanya. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, Crystal, again, thank you for everything that you brought to us today and just everything that you shared with us. Hopefully, you know, this will impact some people in a positive way. So we appreciate you. I appreciate you guys. And I had a lot of fun. Well, there you have it, folks. That's our show for today. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, like it or not, Beard and, and Curls is the new his and hers. hers.